Hey there, gorgeous. Welcome to the VLX Podcast. My name is Jackie Dixon, and my mission is to help women become healthy, holy, and hot, on fire for God in every area of their lives. Sound good? Let's get started. everybody we are at the airport in New Orleans and proof right there and I'm gonna walk back and forth a little bit as I do this because baby Juliet likes to move <laughs> and that keeps her happy so we're just gonna sashay but I want to talk to you today about uh, body stewardship and travel so if you don't know me my name is Jackie Dixon I run a coaching and media company called VLX where I help train Christian women to become what I call the biblical bombshell and that is a woman who is healthy holy and hot because she's on fire for God in every area of her life so we are taking little miss here up to DC hi Juliet hi <laughs> she's always got cameras in her face I probably feel like She's thinking, Mom, I'm always looking at this thing. Leave me alone. But we're going to take her up to meet my family. And I'm so excited because she's already two and a half months and she hasn't met my grandparents or even my brother. And my dad only saw her for about 24 hours. So we're going to go introduce the baby. But it's really, um, <laughs> let's just say it's been interesting to prepare for our first uh, air travel with an infant. And it's been fortunately extremely smooth so far. We haven't boarded yet. So there's no uh, telling how this is going to go in just a couple minutes. But so far she's just been an angel and it hasn't been bad. But that's largely because I think I prepared for this like you wouldn't believe. I've been researching how to do this for weeks and really calling Southwest about seven times to make sure that I've got everything in line and it's going to go as smoothly as I can help it go. But in the past, I did not always prepare well for travel as far as wellness is concerned. And so if you guys saw my blog post this past Wednesday, you know that I linked to one of my older post series that was really popular. And the first email in it, the first blog post in it is called Back to Nice. So this is the start of a story that was really a really interesting journey with my body as much as it was a really interesting journey because it was my first time to France that I could remember. I went to Paris when I was three apparently, but I fell asleep on the Eiffel Tower and don't remember a thing. So going to Nice for a summer study abroad, I was in a group of pre-meds and I was not pre-med, but I was studying medical writing at Johns Hopkins. And so I wanted to be in the hospital environment, but if you were in the US, it was difficult to convince them to let you uh, study in a hospital because I just wanted to be a writer. So. I kind of got around it by going to work in a French hospital through Washington University in St. Louis. And so I flew to Nice and I had already been struggling with my weight a little bit because my mom had started to get sick and I hadn't been able to deal with it just emotionally very well and so I turned to food, but I hadn't put on that much weight yet. I just was kind of not very satisfied with where I was. Well then I went to Nice <laughs> and I know that the saying is that if you go to Europe, you're going to lose a stone or lose, you know, 10 pounds. Well, that was not the situation for me. I gained about 20, 20 to 25 pounds in five weeks. Uh, and it was, it was sick. <laughs> really. I was so unhappy. Um, I had no idea how to take care of my body. Uh, and I did not prepare. I really went to France thinking, well, they're all slim and chic. And so I'm going to be able to do that too. It's gonna be really easy. And it was not, it just did not work out that well for me. And so what happened is I took my body into a situation where it wasn't going to flourish because 
I didn't know yet what my body required in order to be healthy. And so I tried to do something that worked for somebody else. And um, that didn't work for my body. And so I, I will go into it more next Saturday. But essentially, I was trying to eat just toast with a little bit of butter and honey and a little bit of tea in the morning. And by about 10 o'clock, I was ready to eat my hand uh, in our first hospital rounds. We did the hospital rounds in the morning. And so what I started doing is, uh, I'll give you a little bit of a teaser, I'll talk more about this in a couple of weeks, but there was a pastry shop on the way to the hospital. And so I would get up and I would walk and on the way I would stop at this pastry shop and buy like three or four pastries and I would inhale them before we started our rounds. And then at lunch again, I was famished and the sweet host family I was staying with, they were all probably about you know five feet tall and they were so dear but i'm six feet tall if you haven't met me in person and i was ravenous so they gave me these tiny little lunch portions and it just wasn't going to cut it for me so i started supplementing but i didn't know i didn't know how to do that in a foreign country i didn't have my beef jerky and protein bars and maybe they do in france now but in 2008 you know the health movement wasn't over there so much so there was sausage and pastry <laughs> and that's all I knew to buy and so I ate it in droves and I gained a ton of weight and I wish I had been more prepared because I mean I was in my gosh I guess I was 19 maybe maybe 20 and in the south of France in the summer it was gorgeous and I was spending the whole time battling my body and I wish I hadn't but I wasn't prepared I had no idea so I'm going to talk about the whole journey that I went on with my body in the, the trip and the years that followed and how I got to a place of balance over the next weeks. But for now, I just want you to know that preparation is everything. So when I was preparing to come with baby on this little uh, airplane voyage, I studied and I prepped and I packed in advance and I was ready and I'm definitely ready with my snacks, which I now take with me everywhere, even if technically I should be able to get them there. I just don't risk it anymore. And the payoff is that my body flourishes wherever I go. I can't think of a time when I have felt as out of control as I did in Nice ever since. And that was probably five years ago. And so it pays. It pays to learn your body's rhythms. It pays to learn what you need to flourish. It pays to prepare, to study, to know what you're doing. So that's all I can tell you is if you have to travel, if you have to go to another culture, or even just locally. And next week I'm gonna talk, I think two weeks, we're gonna talk about different kinds of cultures and that it's not just geographical or kind of your you know, ethnicity cultures. There are a lot of different cultures in our lives that shape the way we care for our bodies. So know what your body needs and take it with you wherever you go. Even if people think you're a weirdo, even if you've got you know, a massive bag, you should see the size of my carry-on, it's massive. And this time it's baby stuff and computer stuff, but usually there's a lot of snacks in there too. This time I'm going with my parents to their house, so they'll have all my stuff. My mom's already gone to Whole Foods and bought my chocolate and bought my coconut ice cream and green juices, so I'm ready. But in general, I bring a lot of stuff, and I do it because I know that if my body can be flourishing and peaceful where I am, the whole trip is going to be just a much better experience. I'm going to be able to enjoy where I am. I'm going to be able to focus on other things. You know, I'm going to be able to be at peace. I'm going to be able to interact with people with full focus because I'm not stressing about this aspect of my life. So it's just, it's so worth it. So if you guys have any questions, please go ahead and write them in and I would love to address them. I think we have a good 20 minutes before we have to board. So I've got plenty of time. And since I'm rocking back and forth, <laughs> this baby's pretty happy. <laughs> so if you have any questions about taking care of your body or traveling and wellness on the road or in the air or I don't think that I'm really an expert yet on how to do it with a baby, but I'm learning as fast as I can. So feel free to ask questions about that too. And um, feel free to ask me any questions for sure. But 
that's really all I wanted to talk to you about today is kind of introduce you to this travel that I had. Oh, rocking that baby girl so cute. Thank you so much, Blender Mom Boss. That's so sweet. She is a doll. And if I just keep rocking, she does stay cute. So it's kind of a cloudy day here. We're going to see what the turbulence does for her. Is it going to be as fun as when you're in the car? You think? No, that's, that's a scowl, but that's the Juliet expression. She likes to scowl. We don't know where she got that, but I'm going to say it's I'm going to say that's from Dad. Can we just claim that's for Dad? <laughs> that's the official baby look. Oh, here's a question. Let's see. What are some of the best kinds of protein to pack with you or carry with you? Excellent question. So the trouble with travel, obviously, is that you don't usually have refrigeration. So I grew up eating a lot of cheese sticks, <laughs> which is not particularly chic or very French, but uh, it worked. And the problem, though, is that they'll go bad. And I would often find a cheese stick at the bottom of my purse. My mom and I always joke, oh, there's a cheese stick, and it's two weeks old. So what I do now is I buy beef jerky. And if I can, if I'm prepared enough, if I have enough time to get ready, I'll go to Whole Foods or even just a giant, a regular um, grocery store and buy the cleanest one I can find. So I'm not looking for teriyaki flavor. I'm not looking for, you know, anything with MSG. I'm trying to find something that says natural, no additives, no MSG, stuff like that. Um, things like that are definitely at Whole Foods. If I'm in a pinch, then I'll just buy it at the airport. Oh no, don't be sad. It's not that bad. Buying it at the airport isn't the worst. I'll walk a little more. Um, and they do have beef jerky, most places. I would say in Europe, they did not. So, you know, then that's when I actually bought a lot in advance and carried it over in my suitcase. Um, but in the US, beef jerky is my go-to. Um, turkey jerky works too, obviously, but any airport generally has some kind of beef jerky and just try to get the one without the flavors. Um, in Europe, they had these little tiny sausage bites, which I eventually started eating, but in general, Protein there was pretty scarce. That's not how they do it. I'm going to send you a care package. Oh, thanks. <laughs> I'll take it. Um, I tried to hard boil eggs in France when I was staying in Nice, and I'll kind of talk about all this in the future, but that was one of my attempted fixes for my out-of-control body, and my poor host mother tried to crack them one morning and discovered that they were hard boiled and had no idea what that even really was, and so I started marking on them with a pen. But, yeah, it was tough. Protein over there is just not really their thing. They eat a lot of... Um, they eat a lot more grains. They're healthier grains by and large, and they eat a lot more fresh things usually, but you're not going to find, you know, you're not going to find protein for breakfast, that's for sure. So beef jerky is my thing here, and now that I travel abroad, I do pack it in advance as well, for sure. So excellent question. If you guys have any more questions, feel free to pepper me. I've definitely got probably at least another 10 minutes. And babies hanging in there. <laughs> Aw, you're happier now. Uh, I will say that being in a culture that isn't yours is overwhelming. Um, and so when you've already got this aspect locked down because you've prepared, you can really relax. And there's so much more to deal with. Uh, sometimes you've got a different language. Sometimes you've got, you know, let's see this question before I miss it. Do you have any skincare tips for being on planes? Hmm. I'll tell you what, I get a lot of um, skincare questions and my my first of all my basic advice is that sleep and clean eating and lots of water are the best and then i exfoliate twice a day with a buff puff so i really kind of sandpaper off my face twice a day um, but on planes essentially for me it's just drinking water um, i have heard people say that wearing moisturizer is really important and i usually do put on a moisturizer most mornings and so i would think that that helps because the whole point is that the air is dry so you want to keep yourself hydrated from the outside with a moisturizer you want to keep yourself hydrated from the inside with a lot of water but basically, if I just eat clean, I mean, don't drink alcohol on the airplane. That's a terrible idea for your skin. Um, 
drink a lot of water, a lot of tea is fine. That's dehydrating technically, but it's, you know, what you want to avoid is sugar for your skin because sugar, if I can remember all the science of this, it calcifies things, <laughs> which include wrinkles and which includes all kinds of things. And of course it's in a toxin and your acne is generally your body's response to a toxin or some kind of dirt inside or out. So the cleaner you can keep your diet in general, and of course on a plane, the better off you're gonna be for sure. But I would just say flush it out with a lot of water. Don't be afraid to go to the bathroom before you get on the plane, while you're on the plane, even several times, as soon as you get off the plane. And just, I will bring a bobble, which is um, kind of a filtering water bottle that's portable. And so I just take it empty through security and then, oh no, it's okay. What's wrong? Are you hungry or tired? <laughs> Maybe I'm wrapping this up pretty soon. Um, so I just fill it up when I come in at the water fountain. It's much cheaper <laughs> and very easy. Uh, or I'll just buy two large water bottles once I get through security if I've forgotten my own. Oh, little baby. But that's an excellent question. And your, your basic answer is water and clean eating. And if you can nap on the plane, do that too, for sure. So maybe one more question if you guys have any, and if not, I'll let you go, because I think somebody's hungry. <laughs> oh, yes, it's been tough, but we are off. And it's going to be an adventure. And uh, next Periscope next Saturday, oh no, we'll be from D.C. And I think I'll be talking about um, how to have a diet that lasts. So not a diet that's a quick fix. Oh, baby. Not a diet that uh, just doesn't work for you. What are the three aspects of a diet that will last? So tune in next Saturday. Check out the blog post this Wednesday, which will be my in-depth discussion of that. And then bring in your questions next week. And until then, bye-bye from baby Juliet, who's starving apparently and uh and for me and we'll see you next time in dc bye everybody thank you so much for joining me for this week's episode of the vlx podcast i'd love to keep you motivated to go after god's plan in every area of your life so if you love what i'm talking about subscribe to this channel and come find me on facebook instagram pinterest and twitter at jackie dixon vlx I'd love to virtually meet and interact with you. And if you're interested in the concept of the biblical bombshell, please join me for a soiree where I'll teach you the 12 pillars of a woman who is healthy, holy, and hot. RSVP at JackieDixon.org forward slash soiree. I'll see you there, beautiful.